Fantastic. So welcome everyone. We're Naturally Healthy Club week six. Can you believe it? And this is a late call. And today we're going to be talking about reprogramming limiting beliefs and obstacle thoughts. But I wanted to start this with a quote from Henry Ford, which is one of my favorite quotes of all time. So if you think you can or think you can't, you're right either way. And I love this because it's like, as we spoke about last week in our thoughts create our results, our thoughts are so powerful, which is great news because because we can change our thoughts. (laughs) And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's just dive in with our Naturally Healthy Club philosophy. So we've got, I am or I'm becoming naturally healthy. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. Yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. Um, What can I learn from this? How do I want this to go? My favorite question of all time for bringing intentionality into the moment. Overeating is never worth it. Even just one more bite is not worth it. There'll be plenty of amazing food in my future. I change best when I feel good. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods. I'm so lucky. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, so just as always when we start these, I want to just recap our process because this is really the fundamentals of what we're doing together in terms of becoming naturally healthy people. And Oh, it's Lorna. Amazing. <laughs> um, and so there's four parts to our process. So the four parts, the way we remember it is light, L-I-T-E, and we've been implementing it backwards. So we're starting with the E for enjoy. And the key thought that goes along with that is there's no rush. And the key habit that goes along with that is putting our cutlery down in between bites and also anticipating something delicious every day. So having something that we're looking forward to every day. And the reason for that is A, because we deserve it and because it's fun and because this is what being naturally healthy is all about. We love food, but also because when we feel like what we're eating, we're enjoying what we're eating, then we're less likely to be wanting to like go for rubbish because we're feeling satisfied with what we're having. So this is a key to the enjoyment piece. Then we've got, so the second thing that we started implementing was tracking and that's where the habit there is weighing ourselves every day. And the two thoughts that go along with that are, yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. And then the other thought is like, what can I learn from this? And we really want to bring that curiosity into this habit of daily weighing. So the daily weighing, it's not meant to be a torturous experience. It's not meant to, and if it feels hard, if it feels like you've got a sense of dread towards it, then again, we just need to look at the thoughts that you're having and what you're making it mean that you're weighing yourself. And what we want to get to this place where you, your weight and your self-worth and your weight and your in, ability to enjoy the day and have a good day are completely separate. Like it's just a data point and it's just information and that, you know, you, that you're using because what gets measured gets improved. So that information is helpful, but it's not this big, you know, emotional thing that we're fully invested in it. Like we have that, that, that rational separation between the two. So that's tracking. Then we've got I for making intentional choices, which is one of my favorite parts of being naturally healthy. And one of the key part, part pieces to it, 
And the habit that goes along with that is our daily practice where we're doing something to uh, be intentional with our day, like asking ourselves, how do we want our day to go? And whatever that looks like for you, totally no right or wrong there. And then also like using it as an opportunity to be intentional about the thoughts that we want to be thinking as well. So we spoke last week about like our, um, our moment to moment, like uh, mind, like chatter that goes on in our brains, self-talk. But then we also want to be looking at um, the kind of subconscious beliefs. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And so after today's exercise, I'd invite you to like choose at least one thought that you add to your daily practice that's going to help you reprogram any subconscious beliefs that you have that are holding you back from achieving your goals. So more on that to follow. And the thought that goes, yeah, I said the thought. And then the the fourth part of our process is L for listening to our bodies or listening to our tummies. And the key thought that goes along with that is this overeating is never worth it and even just one more bite is not worth it. And if you feel like you're not getting that, like you've, this skill like this skill is eluding you at the moment, absolutely that you're in the right place because we haven't covered it yet. And we will go deep on that. But it's more important to get these other initial pieces in place, particularly the making intentional choices in place before we... we and there's actually like so much scope for improvement and for many people like that just by making intentional choices instead of eating randomly they can have huge changes in their weight and this so this listening to our bodies piece is the last piece we implement because if we don't have the other things in place it makes it that skill even harder so that is going to be coming in the next couple of weeks so stay tuned for that but if you're feeling like oh i'm not listening to my body don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So in terms of plan for today, I've got a bit of news to share and then I'll do a really super fast. I'm going to challenge myself to do a super fast recap on last week um, because I want to get to as much coaching as I can today. And there's been a few things that have been posted in the group that I want to uh, address in this, like to coach on in this, because I think it's going to be really helpful for everyone. So, uh, so we're going to quick, super quick recap capsules and then Uh, We'll open up for tiny wins and lessons. So I want to hear from you and I'm ready for the awkward silence. If there's awkward silence, that's okay. Uh, But yeah, like just sharing with the group what's working well for you. And then we're going to do an exercise for reprogramming our obstacle thoughts and our limiting beliefs. And I'll share more about what that is, um, but you will need something to write on. So if you don't have a pen or um, if you don't, if you're happy to write on your screen, whatever, just grab something that you can do a written exercise and then finally, yeah, we'll do the, go to the coaching. So in terms of news, um, Circle has a new feature, which I'm very excited about. So you can now bookmark things. So if someone, if there's a post or a comment or anything like that, you can actually, there's a little like, you know, classic bookmarking symbol and so you can save it and then to view your bookmarked things in the top top right hand corner of circle near where the messaging part is there's a little now there's a little bookmark icon that you can click on and you can see all your bookmarks and you can delete bookmarks if you like and um, so I'm, I'm excited about having that as a resource so you can save your favorite things or things that you want to come back to and then uh posted the re- week prize this week went to Jill and she had um, posted logging in to record my tiny win is my tiny win and she said this week's goal will be to log in daily um, 
that will be seven tiny win, tiny wins to look forward to. Wishing everyone a great start to the week. So wanted to celebrate Jill for first of all posting, but also like making like you know, making it really easy for herself to get that good feeling to give herself that encouragement by like yeah my my goal is that like my my win is that I'm posting like it's so good to do to that because remember we change best when we feel good uh and in other news I'm also I've got another group um that's similar to the naturally healthy club but instead of changing our relationship with food the other group the secret society of intentional booze hounds works on changing our relationship with wine and uh, that group's starting up a new one in November. So if you know someone who might be interested in changing their relationship with alcohol just by like not cutting it out completely, but just learning to enjoy what they are drinking and just being bringing that intentionality into it, then just send, I've posted a link in the chat and I'll actually post that link with the replay. Send them a link to, I've got a free video so they can find out more if they're interested. Okay, so last week's recap, super fast. <laughs> so last week we spoke, the theme was my thoughts create my results. And how, how our brains work, how human brains work is, and this comes from cognitive behavior, behavior therapy in uh, psychology. So the, the way I remember it is T-E-A. So thoughts drive our E for emotions and they drive our actions. And then of course our actions determine what results we get. And so there's two types of thoughts. So last week we spoke about self-talk and that that, con that that conscious chatter. And today we're going to be talking about the um, like the subconscious beliefs because we need to address both. And last week when we spoke about self-talk, like that how we actually use this to our advantage, there's three steps. So the first step is just bringing awareness. So it's just starting to tune in and pay attention. Like, what are my thoughts? That, like being the watcher of your thoughts. Like, what am I What am I thinking right now? And it's fascinating when you start, like there's a whole world going on in there. Um, so that's step one is awareness. Step two is observing how these thoughts make you feel and the actions that they drive. And then step three is choosing different intentional thoughts that are going to make you feel a different way and help you take a different action. And the thing with this is it's a new skill and you're not going to get it. Like, don't judge yourself for the thoughts that come up. Like all human brains come up with some crazy thoughts at times. Uh, but what we want to do is just bring that awareness to it so that as we get, as you, the more awareness you have, um, the more you'll, and the more you observe how your thoughts are playing out in your life, then you're able to actually do something about changing them. And we also went through some examples last week of using self-talk to behave, change behavior. So, you know, one of my favorites is or one of so my one of my most practiced thoughts that comes, obstacle thoughts that, that comes up for me is it's the end of the meal, or not even at the end of the meal. Like I just I know I've had enough. And but my thought is like, this is so good. I want more, right? So if I'm thinking this is so good and I want more, the feeling I have is like desire to keep eating. And of course, then I keep eating. So what I want to, what I, what I now do is I coach myself. So when I have that thought, which still comes up, this is so good. I want more, even though I've been coaching myself for like years now, um, what I do is I notice it and I go, hang on. And then I change it and I go, hang on, but overeating. And then I bring in the new thought, my intentional thought, which is overeating is never worth it. And when I tell myself, oh, overeating is never worth it. Then I remember about, oh yeah, I don't want to feel gross later. And like, all like, and I want to sleep well and all the other reasons why it's better when I stop. And of course, then I'm feeling like, 
confident, I'm feeling in control, and then I stop. <laughs> and it's it's mad like how, how this works. And I gave you other examples last week. So on my mission to make this quick, um, I won't go into those again, but this is a skill, yeah, like that I really encourage you to just start tuning in. And if you get a sneaky thought and you're not sure what to do with it, post in the group because I can help. Like I'm well-practiced <laughs> at finding new thoughts that are helpful, that are going to help you make like change your behavior. Okay, so did anyone have any questions from last week's lesson or did anything come up that you wanted to share? Or are you ready for some tiny wins? <laughs> um, does anyone have any personal questions or, or thoughts from last week? No, it was good. Okay, amazing. Okay, now we're on to tiny wins then. So What's something that you're proud of or what's something that you learned this week that you'd like to share with the group? So it's a it's a really I've tiny I've got a tiny win. Can you Ooh, hear me? Yeah, yeah, okay. We've got um Micah. We'll get Lana, Lana to go first and then Micah. Amazing. Two at once. I love it. <laughs> and we're both keen. Can you hear me? Yes, Yelena, yeah. So, um, so my tiny win is kind of what you were talking about, but almost the reverse in terms of stopping eating. So um, you and I have talked about this for a while. And my new technique is um, what I call the three day breakfast. So I make up a big pot of yogurt with seeds and fruit berries and what have you. And it's a really big pot. It's a kilo of yogurt. It's a lot of seeds. And I eat purposely until I feel full. And I know I'm never going to finish it because it's a kilo of yogurt. So I'm really having to be mindful. But when I, what I've noticed, the more I've done that, and I do similar, I make a big, big, big salad up for lunch, which will last a couple of days. What I've really noticed is that the self-talk isn't about stopping now. It's about, oh, I'm really going to enjoy this another time. Ooh. I'm really going to enjoy this later. Yeah. And I've noticed that as I've been getting to the end of a salad, say, I've had some roast meat in it because we've been barbecuing it, I've got a big salad, and I've got maybe a spoonful left. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, the usual thought, oh, I'll just clear the plate. Well, it isn't a plate, it's a big container. <laughs> and I get down to that last bit and think, oh, this will be nice later. You know, if I'm a bit peckish mid-afternoon, I've got this spoonful of really tasty lunch left to go and I just I'm so thrilled that that's the thought process it's Me not too. I don't I want to it. waste this last yeah because you know we've spoken about how you know when you when you brought up thinking you've got a clear plate you, you know you can't waste food it's actually quite a tricky mindset to shift to leaving food but this is not wasting it this is not packing it up for later this is literally putting the container back in the back fridge in the fridge yeah and um yeah brilliant yeah so great. i'm going it, to enjoy this later is just something that came to mind without but there we go yeah. that's a really good one for everyone to take away like put it in your this list of thoughts to think on purpose i'm going to enjoy <laughs> this later and then you've like oh yeah and i'll have it to look forward to like it's like so good uh, yeah. yeah amazing that's me Excellent. Thank you, Lana. Okay, Micah. Um, so I've been struggling a bit lately, just, I don't know, there seems like a lot of things. Um, and I was reminded when you said smallest thing is a win. So I was out to eat with a colleague last night. And we were eating very, it was a very healthy, like, 
grain-based salad thing. And I was, I don't know, there was a little bit left and my inclination was to finish it. And I realized I was no longer enjoying it. Yeah, so right. like, I was like, this is not, and still I took one more bite and I'm like, no, really, I'm not enjoying this. And so I left it and it's unusual for me to leave. You know, usually I leave enough, I can take it home. And admittedly, I think part of it was because the person I was with had also left about the same amount in their bowl. And there was something about the other person being with me that like did, had done the same thing that like normalized it in a way that was easier for me. Um, and another thing that I'm mostly curious about, because I don't know if it's true, is I was at lunch yesterday, I was eating with a different colleague and I was trying to put my fork down and it was just so hard. And we were eating really spicy Thai food. And I said out loud, trying to put my fork down between bites and I find this hard. And he said, it's harder with spicy food because when you stop eating, it burns more. And so you're <laughs> trying to show I'm like, I have no idea if that's true, but now I'm really curious. Um, so I thought that I would toss that out just to be like, anybody know if that's true? Um, like, I'm not certain it is, but I was like, well, that might explain why I eat hot food so fast. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I've noticed that too, Micah. Definitely. Like if it's really hot, that if you just keep shoveling it in and putting it down, it's on your tongue for less time. And so it's burning for less. So yeah, I think that is actually a thing. Like Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's some huge wins, Micah. Well done. Thanks. Yeah, amazing. And do you think like with the um when with the grain the other day, do you think that was like was was it could you could you put was there a thought that you noticed? Like was it do you think it was just like uh, this is enough? I'm not really enjoy I'm not really enjoying this more and anymore. Yeah, it was I don't know if it was I think I was both beginning to feel a little bit full. So like I my it was like I think I'm cuz again, I was eating out so we we were talking a lot. So like it, the time period had been long enough, you could begin to feel full, which isn't always true when I eat at home faster. So, and then also it was just realizing in that moment, as I thought that, that I was like, oh, also, so it isn't tasting as good anymore. So. Yeah. So that's, that's like when we do, like that's something to start to look out for now is like that satisfaction when it stops tasting as good, like because that's a sign of satiety. It's like it's your brain, your body's like a little subtle cue that yeah you've had enough. Amazing! Oh, thank you for showing that, Micah. Okay, does anyone else want to share a win before we move on? Jen, do you want to share that your this is your first live call? <laughs> yes, actually, I didn't even think about it. I'm very excited that the time works for my time zone, so yeah. I'm excited to be here live amazing yay totally celebrating that <laughs> me being in Ireland changing things up because it's like totally middle of the night in Australia at the moment <laughs> so I wouldn't normally have a call at this time okay great so let's talk about subconscious beliefs so let's uh, just let me organize the screen I should be faster at that okay subconscious beliefs so I know this sounds like, particularly before I actually got coached on this, like I used to think that it sounded really scary and mythical, like these whole like, you know, self-limiting beliefs. And, you know, when people would talk about hidden self-limiting beliefs, they'd be like, oh my goodness, like that, how can I even like do anything with that? Um, and then I actually got, got, got some coaching and I, I learned that really like these limiting beliefs or hidden, any hidden belief, subconscious belief that we have, is really just a thought that we've practiced a lot. And so what happens is our brains like to be efficient. 
and conserve energy because they're a very energy dense re resource. So we've evolved to have like beliefs that we kind of store down in our subconscious. And that's just how it's what, like, when you think of it as like our habit memory. So these are the thoughts that we've thought a lot. So they're just, we just store them in the subconscious so that we can free up space in our conscious brain for doing other, solving, you know, killing, avoiding saber tooth tigers or whatever. And so it has this evolutionary advantage. And the good news is that we can use that. If, so we've got this really efficient system of just once we have a belief in the subconscious, it just keeps keeps going, keeps going. So we can actually use that to our advantage. And what we want to do is put in, like remove the old beliefs that aren't helping us and put in the new intentional like program, intentional beliefs into that habit brain. And the reason why people... Of, you know, there's a lot of reasons why, but one of the major reasons why people lose weight and don't keep it off, like that it comes back on, first of all, is the restriction piece of they're doing things and using willpower. So doing things that aren't, they aren't able to continue doing. So of course, as soon as they reach their goal, they stop doing the things that cause them to get to the goal. And so then the weight comes back on. But the second and more important part of this is generally like they haven't done any work to change their subconscious beliefs so the the their self-concept or their self-identity like their habit how their subconscious is thinking of themselves the habitual thoughts they have about themselves haven't changed so they're still seeing themselves as someone who struggles with food and struggles with their weight or that food is hard or they're addicted to sugar or whatever it is and so they those beliefs are still running in the background so of course we can kind of override them for a little bit but if they don't change we don't change that programming then we act in consistency with that programming in the long term and so then the weight comes back on and back to henry ford if you think you can or you think you can't you're right either way so we if we think we're going to struggle with sugar we end up struggling with sugar and so what we want to do instead of course is use our um, like the other part to this is that our conscious thoughts and our feelings that we have that we do detect, there are a window into what's going on in our subconscious and what we have stored down there in that habit brain. And I don't know why I think it's putting it like it's in our stomach, but in, in our habit brain. And so this is an opportunity for us to like so the the conscious thoughts that we that we do have they they mirror what's going on down there so we by looking at examining those conscious thoughts and we can look at them and choose the ones that aren't helping us and re reprogram them by consciously thinking new thoughts on purpose so and um this is kind of like the I, the subconscious beliefs another way to describe them are like obstacle thoughts so thoughts that are um, obstacle to us achieving our goals or this like limiting subconscious beliefs and so what we're going to do now is an exercise where we're going to like just ask ourselves a simple question and just journal like right and just see what comes up and we don't want to don't judge it don't filter it just get the get the thoughts flowing and I'll, I'll paste this into the chat. And all the question is, is just this really simple one of like, why aren't you already at your ideal weight? So I just want you to, we're going to set the timer for five minutes. And we're just going to free write. And I actually don't have something to write on myself, but it's okay. Um, and we, uh, yeah, just whatever comes up. So 
just don't judge it just let the thoughts come and like and and they will come <laughs> so yeah why aren't you already at your ideal weight so your excuses the reasons the stories that you have and then we'll regroup to figure out what to do with those so does anyone have any questions before we get going with that exercise we're all clear okay amazing i'm mute myself so yeah we'll see you in oh.
Okay, so I'll just give you another few seconds to finish that current thought that you're on. Okay, and so what we want to do now is I want you to read through what you've just written and just highlight or circle or asterisk next to like what are the thoughts or the main thought that has like feels like the truest for you and it feels like the biggest, juiciest one that's really keeping you back from from being where you want to be. And just identify like the, what's the number one, the one that jumps out at you as, yeah, this is this is it. <laughs> And, or there might be a couple, that's fine too. And then you want to type them in the chat, your thought in the chat, or I'm looking for a volunteer because what we want to do once we have that reason, that story, that's keeping that thought that's keeping us, holding us back, what we want to do is just examine it and like and find and another thought that we could think that's going to that we can use instead to to that we want to think like an intentional thought that we can have to work on that's going to counterbalance that that unintentional thought that's currently running the show but yeah Naomi amazing um yeah I had four points um one two three four five actually I think there's more than one, but here's uh, one that I think probably some people will be able to relate to. Um, because eating less feels like diet restriction and I refuse to restrict. Right. Restriction. Okay. So that's... That's a thought that you have at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I don't know whether you want to hear the other ones just to see if there's a better, yeah, yeah, better way. Exactly. I'll just because they're super short. They're just a yeah. sentence. Um, overeating calms me best when intense Ooh. emotion. That's another one. Um, I keep gaining the weight I lose, so my self identity hasn't bought in yet. Um, um, I want to eat three proper meals, but I continue to graze. I continue to be, I want to be spontaneous, not driven by rules. And then the other one, I don't know whether the, I'll just read it. This is something yeah. I'll probably deal with later. Mm -hmm. I'm not convinced I need to lose weight, even though I want to lose weight. I've got a background of anorexia. Oh, and, right. Um, a diet background, you know, yo-yo, all of that. Uh, technically, I'm not overweight. I feel better when I'm lighter. Um, and then I I don't know when to stop. So it's sort of like part of it is, is that I just keep coming back to this baseline. And then I, I really have no clue where is the right, <laughs> where the base, where it should be anymore. So... So that actually seems to me like the most important one, Naomi. It's like, do I yeah. even do I even want this? Like I keep sabotaging myself in some deep way. Yeah, but it's because you you're conflicted about whether you actually want to change. Yeah, or not. like that's hey. really yes, no, right? There's a conflict. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. 
So tell me more about like, because so, and is that bringing up some fear like that? That yeah, I mean, so I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one who had a mother who was really intense about being thin and being. You know, my mom was really proud that she only gained 15 pounds having her kids. Ridiculous, absolutely. She was really really, wow. really that way. And I, even in her obituary, um, you know, my uncle said, oh, yeah, she was just when she was working, she would make sure she would only have one chocolate bar during the day. And that's what she would eat um, because she always wanted to be thin and she was always thin. And I was always and when I was young, I was super skinny, got teased for it a lot um, and actually used to take some kind of over the counter thing with another girlfriend who was also really skinny to try to increase our appetite. We say, oh, I ate more. I actually drank chocolate milk for lunch. I mean, this is like at 12. This is not, you know, this is way before anybody talked about binging and stuff. So I have lots of really weird things about that. So then I kind of, I have really just enjoyed being light and feeling energetic and feeling really good in my body when I was younger. But I would say even from the time, um, early 20s, I started to realize, I mean, as a woman, you're supposed to gain a little bit of something. So, But it was never okay for me. I was never happy and became very obsessive about, about weighing. So even this weighing thing, even though I've lost a little bit of weight since I've started over the six weeks, I've gained it. Like the app doesn't even know what to do. It says, we have no idea. We can't predict anything with you. We'll just leave it for now. Yeah, cool, cool. Just like, you just like, you're just kind of like, whatever. It'll be a hundred years before you meet your first milestone. You know, it's sort of kind of like that. And it makes sense because that's what my body is reflecting that in me. I also feel that my metabolism is like a little bit messed up now. It's helping I don't want to actually trigger any, but it's helping mm. that I'm eating more protein. I'm prioritizing yeah, great. protein and that's helping because normally if I eat anything offline, then I just gain two pounds immediately and I'm not heavy. So I gain two pounds is a lot for me. And then if I just, you know, one day eat a little bit more protein, drink a little bit more water, I'll lose that two pounds. So like, it's like a lot at a time, but it's not really moving in that direction. So anyway, it's just been a a struggle forever. And then more recently, um, we've talked about the grief and eating more, I gained a little bit of weight, and used Noom and stuff. I've done intermittent fasting, and they all work. They all work temporarily, and they never work. Um, I just want to live my life, you know, and I, I love food, I love cooking. I'm big into all that. I really enjoy it. I love a glass of wine, a bowl of pasta, all of that. I just do. But I also love, I eat really healthy too. So it's like, I don't feel like I've got big things in that regard, but I seem to be sabotaging myself a little bit. And I do think it comes from that, that the that, conflicted desire. Yeah. You don't yeah. know, what you, you don't know what you want, Naomi. Isn't yeah. that weird? Have you heard no, that? Totally. No, like it happens all the time. Like, <laughs> Like, like, and not just me, no, (laughs) not just you, like everyone, like we all have like, and like, um, so actually listen back to the, um, the replay from this morning's call as well. The, um, hang on, we're all mixed up timings, but anyway, the early call this week, because, um, because essentially, um, Marisa, 
she had she we uncovered a conflicting desire for her about how if she loses weight then it might jeopardize her relationship right so it's like we all have some of it like and so when we're in this struggle like of course there's conflicting like of course like that that that's coming up and so I think for you Naomi like yeah like this is cool to it's really cool to uncover and maybe this is something just to sit with is like what do you really want like do you want like if you're obviously like you know if you kept your current weight and it's like and it's you know you're not overweight and it's not a medical problem like would that feel good to you like could you give yourself permission to just be where you are like to be at your goal now or do you where, where I am right now even from when I started six weeks ago I do feel like something is shifting in a really gentle way yeah um, I still have the goals of wanting to eat three proper meals I'm still being kind to myself when that doesn't happen the overeating's way less than it was except for some days where I want to make up for it that's the part that is confusing for me um and I think for me, a, f- a, a few more pounds, a couple, maybe three, something like that would be a sweet spot for me in terms of feeling good in my body, feeling good in my clothes. It won't change anything in terms of size, but yeah. it will change how I feel naked, how I feel when I'm working out, that kind of stuff. Right, right. And so, and is that but something that you do want? Like you do want to feel yeah. better in your clothes? Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Right. For sure. Because I know that if I do restrict, if I am, when I'm able to do it temporarily, again, Mm -hmm. it's conflicted because I feel great and I'm just starving. I feel great and I feel drawn. I feel great and I feel like I feel sexy. I feel good. I feel healthy on one level, but on another level, part in my mind is going, this is not sustainable. Yeah. Right. So if you could be at that weight and it could feel easy and fun and like you yes want then I'd be happy would you is that what you want like yes okay so you know, not, that's why that's why I'm really loving this program because I have to prioritize ease and peace I yeah. want peace, and enjoyment you know? like yes. yeah yes but I yeah. also like to feel that way but it can no longer come at the cost. So sometimes I'll read people's messages and I'll kind of be jealous of them because they'll say, Oh, I had two bites and threw it in the garbage. Or I, I, you know, I just didn't feel like anything for dessert. Like for me, dessert, like, yes, it goes together. Like you have to have something. Um, That may be a belief that I change at some point in time, but honestly might not be like, I would like it to be more, intuitive more it doesn't have to be consistent but like I don't even count my square of dark chocolate that's just part of my life like my yogurt is and my coffee is you know what I mean amazing yeah yeah so yeah cool that's cool so you want what you know what you want it's just at the moment it feels like to get there there's a high cost like the pain and effort to get there isn't worth it right but so if we remove that yeah. Is that, is that what's happening? Do I feel it isn't worth it? Yeah. Well, you feel like you're having to sacrifice. I feel it's really stuff. hard. Not you feel easy. like it's really hard. Yeah. yeah. And so the thought that I would offer you, Naomi, is something along the lines of, I even like be specific with that, that weight. Like, you know what that number is. I weigh whatever XXX with ease and joy. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I can do this 
and it can be like this is can be joyful and easy oh wow I've never that's so why does that seem so revolutionary that's so obvious yeah and if that seems like too much of a step you can even like as, oh, like a, as a belief in your belief plan, if it feels too, or if there's a day where it feels a bit too hard to reach that, we can use a ladder, a stepping stone to get you there and just go, it's possible for me to weigh whatever, whatever with ease and joy. Wow. That's brilliant. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, because that's really the, the, that's really the goal because it just is kind of ridiculous how much time I've obsessed over this. And it's just life. It's just food. It's just, and eating is one of the best things yeah, about being here. But yeah. also like, yeah, no, exactly. But also like you and millions and billions of like, not billions, but millions of people are in that boat, Naomi. And it's just because of the culture, because how we were raised, yeah. like all those things. And I'm actually really lucky because my mom, wasn't someone who was obsessed with her weight and didn't diet and she was just yeah. comfortable in her skin. So I've, I grew up seeing that this could be easy. I could grow up seeing that food could be enjoyable. So like, it feels actually, it's really like a beautiful thing for me to be able to pass on that legacy from my mom. To Yeah. Like I heard, I heard one of your podcasts and you were talking about your mom and it was actually one of my most the most inspiring. I mean, it helped me decide to do this program because I thought there's something about the no drama, ease and, and appreciation for food and just kind of part of your life instead of it feeling like it's threatening me in some way, it's going to hurt me in some way that I have to be um, vigilant. <laughs> Yes, you know, I have my forces on battle high alert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like exactly. I'm always a fight, you know, like yeah, this, ready to this. ready to film. Yeah, that's right. So it's like I love what you're saying about I can weigh X with with peace, with joy, because it allows that sense of of not having to fight. It's actually kind of emotional. I really yeah, love that. Thank I feel you. that too. Yeah. 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 Um and so then now like now that we've uncovered that, like the other thoughts that you had around um, like eating less feels like re restriction. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. So the thing is that to eat, we don't want you to eat less and we don't want you to feel deprived. What we want you to do is like eating enough. Like, so we want to, like, we want to get to this wind, like where you're eating till you're satisfied. Like we're ne I'm never asking anyone to eat less than set to their satisfaction point. So you, you don't yeah, have, you the don't, thing you that happens, to. it kind of, so here's what my brain does. Cause my brain yeah. can distort anything, even something, a beautiful principle, <laughs> tell like me, tell me, tell it's me. not what you eat it's how much you eat. And I go, okay, I can do that. I can eat less. <laughs> and then I get, I get messed up because I think, you know, like this is a reasonable amount and, and I am leaving bites behind, which I haven't done since I was anorexic because I was always wrap it oh, up. Have to feel, yeah. So like it was actually, I thought it wasn't going to be okay for me, but it actually is okay for me. I don't say that I throw it out. Um, and I do that when I'm satisfied. It, um, but then sometimes I just don't want to do that at all. I yeah, want to cool. eat the whole thing on my yeah. plate. Yeah. Great. Great. And <laughs> That's so okay. The, yeah. Sometimes the other part is that, yeah, like you don't have to do it perfectly. So it's like, there's, yeah. there's a place for, and there's sometimes we want to feel really full like too. So there's like, we don't like, and the, yeah. So it's like, like 
yeah, like we want to have t- sometimes where we are just stopping when we're satisfied, but then there's also like a time and space to to have indulge, like to have big meals and have big celebrations and have have that full feeling as well. It's like so we don't right. have to do it perfectly and be on the And end. I think that's why it actually has worked so far as I have done that. One of the things that I'm just starting to do is is just to kind of um, serve what I would normally serve. Cause I'm not going to, I'm actually not going to lose weight if I keep eating just the same amount forever. <laughs> like it's just, it's getting tedious. Actually, I somehow think it's going to process differently. And it's like, but so, but I, I still serve myself what I think is reasonable, but I'm trying to um, pause more about halfway through yeah, and just right. consider, consider yeah. how much more I want. Um and that does that does help me because it's not just putting my cutlery down. It's really actually taking two or three minutes to to think about what somebody else said. Um, I can't remember your name, but you were talking about how it just wasn't tasting the same. It didn't have that amazing, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> experience anymore. Because when I first started eating, I actually closed my eyes because I just can't believe it's you I can't wanna, lucky yeah, I am. <laughs> favorite. Yeah. Yeah. But that obviously doesn't last for the whole forever. So just being able to notice that more, I think will be helpful for me as well. Yeah. And also like we haven't really got to that skill of listening to enough yet, Naomi. So like this is great that like if if you feel comfortable like studying, playing around with that, awesome. But the other thing I'd offer you is like appetites. Like one thing I really noticed myself is that my appetite really changes day to day. Like there's, and it you know depends on what I ate for dinner. Like like so many things go into that. Like how well I've slept. So I don't expect to eat the same amount of food every time. Kind of. Yeah, thing. I think but, I need to think about that a little bit. Yeah, and that's okay. No, yeah, like it's like there's a lot to yeah. lot to process. Um, and then that other thought, like beautiful thought you, you have about overeating calms me best. That's one that we want to like, yeah, yeah, like at the moment it does. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, exactly. But I've had those moments where I've just kind of sat through the feeling and found it much less scary than I anticipated it would be. Yeah. I, I found it actually calming to doing nothing. Um, strangely enough. <laughs> I know. Isn't that wild when that happens? Yeah. Cause I get so <laughs> intense and kind of rushy. I know that if I'm rushing, if I'm in a hurry that I'm not in my, I'm not in my center. I know I'm not. Yeah. Well, when we hurry, that takes us into flight or fight, fight, yeah. so it like triggers our nervous system. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. it's almost like nobody can stop me. I can eat all this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you can. <laughs> it's like being in charge in the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So yeah, like for that one, like, like, yeah, I, I'd actually be thinking about finding a new thought for that that like rather than telling yourself that overeating comes in best like it's possible that there maybe even just like it's possible for me to find other ways that are even better at calming me yeah exactly I think that's the next step around the the reprogramming Yeah, yeah 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 amazing how does that feel Naomi feels really good it feels fantastic I feel thank you so much yeah amazing so glad we uncovered though that conflicting desire so yeah yeah wow (laughs) okay so who else wants to 
who else, yeah, who else wants to have a look into your subconscious beliefs that we can reprogram? <laughs> you can type in the chat or if you want to. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, Lorna. Hello. Um, so um, I have some similar thoughts to Naomi, but from a different sort of perspective. Um, so I've been around a while and I think I'm doing really well with meals. That's not a problem at all. But the reason why I'm stuck on the same. So uh, snacking. And it's. I don't know, there's a whole load of conflicting beliefs around this. There's quite, there's different things. So, you know, a lot of my snacking is about chocolate. So there's a bit of that going on. There's a bit of nuts. And because my diet for health reasons needs to be so restrictive, it's almost as if that's my one bit of busting out and being free. Yeah, not free. So for 95% of my diet, it's like, okay, well, I have to eat in this way. I'm going to make it as nice as possible, as enjoyable as possible, but it is what it is. And then 5% of me going, let's just go crazy within the parameters of what I can eat without being ill. So the short-term gain of not planning, not thinking about it, just enjoying it in the moment is all important at that stage. The longer term goal of feeling good in my clothes doesn't is into it. Yeah, it does afterwards, not in a regretty kind of way, not in a guilt kind of way. I don't feel bad about it. It's just an on balance thing. I'm not making any progress towards my longer term goals because I'm indulging in the shorter term goals. Yeah, cool, cool. So, do you think like this snacking equals freedom equation, Lana? That's the that's the bit that that's the that's the juiciest it's like like me me doing this is is me being free you know in the moment there's something else in there in the moment I'm not thinking you know as I'm going to eat it so so last night we had friends around um anyway long story short they they come around for dinner I go out to choir they watch a movie my husband I come home and there's always chocolate on the table and I came home last night and I you know ate a fair bit of chocolate why? Because that's what I do on a Monday night when I get home from choir. You've got a habit. Um, it's like I've got a habit. So part of me is think it so that there's no real slowdown between the impulse and the result. It's like I want it, I've got it. But also at the same time, it's like a super highway of ingrained habits. So part of me is thinking maybe I'm doing it because I'm a fun, spontaneous person and this is how I'm expressing it. And part of me is thinking there's a super highway at work here which means when I want chocolate, I have chocolate. Or nuts. I mean, nuts is the other thing that fits and I can over-snack on. It's not yeah. unhealthy, also not helping with weight loss. Yeah, cool, cool. So if we know this happens every Monday night, Lorna. Yeah, every like every day. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think, are you giving yourself permission to have the snacks? Like, are you letting yourself... I'm letting myself. I don't feel bad about it. I don't even really. I mean, I sometimes try and slow myself down, but I don't really try and stop myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But are you giving like? Is your are you letting your conscious, your rational brain choose the snacks, or are you, are you deciding in them? Is it all a, in the moment decision? Choose the snacks, as in choose to have it, or choose what kind of snacks. 
because sometimes during the day now um whereas whereas previously i'd have felt hungry and i'd have grabbed nuts or chocolate now i'm far more likely to think i know why i've got this urge i'm actually hungry and i'm going to the fridge and having a bit of leftover salad food. yeah that you've left before because it'll be delicious yeah. later <laughs> yeah yeah and that's yeah. really working for me yeah cool. but so there's, there's so that's a hunger urge but there's also the fun urge which is different yeah cool so how would you feel about like doing an experiment where you actually plan like think about like each day you think about like time of day that you're going to eat something mm. fun and it's going to be chocolate maybe or it's going to be nuts or whatever you want it to be but use your like uh, just ask yourself how do I want this to go and like plan it ahead yeah. and give yourself yeah. that permission to do it that could well be the answer I'm not saying it will be but it could mm-hmm. I can see it could be um so I've been trying to get into daily planning and I haven't managed to yet so I did one day where I wrote it down physically in a notebook um and that worked the next day I tried to set it up on the app and got completely overwhelmed and lost but that one day where I wrote it down was the only day I had a square of chocolate and then moved on so maybe there we go we've got evidence that it works maybe yeah yeah so that's one one that's one experiment (laughs) that's one experiment to do is like just building that habit of like writing in your notebook and it's not like am I going to have a treat today am I going to have a snack today it's like when am I going to have a snack how do I want it to go like what do I want it to be and actually let yourself anticipate it as well and look forward to it yeah yeah, so really, I, I am struggling with planning, to be honest. It's one of the things I was going to talk to you about. Um, it, you know, because I've been ill for so long, I've literally only recently managed to get into the habit of getting, and it sounds ridiculous, but getting up, getting washed, getting dressed, having my breakfast in the morning, just that unconscious routine that most people have. Because it's literally taken me all day for so many years, and now, so I'm, I'm a little bit reluctant to add something significant into the morning routine. So what if we actually add, make it really tiny, Lorna? Yeah. So that all all you want to add in is the habit. So we're going to, first habit we're going to build is to open your notebook. Yeah. So, yeah. Do, like maybe like do you have coffee or tea in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. So after I have my after I take my first sip of coffee or tea, I'm going to open my notebook and that's okay. it. That's the habit. One at night because, at, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. This is what I'm struggling with. Um, I, I'm, I'm already thinking, oh, my goodness, if I do that in the morning, um, maybe I'll forget to get dressed. It's ridiculous, I know, but I've struggled so much with, you know, sometimes I've gone all day and not got dressed because I haven't been well enough. So it's very early days for me in terms of the whole getting washed, getting dressed first thing. Yeah, right. Okay. I'm just a bit reluctant to mess with it. Okay. Or you could like park it and not like save it for like, just have it as a future project that you're going to work on. Or I could do it once I've sort of finished that whole morning routine. So sort of mid morning when I'm sitting and resting, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Snack. I don't eat. Thank God. <laughs> These days, I don't need chocolate in the morning. That's not a thing. So it's not like I need to do the planning first thing so that I don't go off the rails early doors. Yeah, or it could be like after lunch that you think like, oh, yeah, yeah it could be. Yeah, you're right. 
Yeah, I'm thinking about morning or evening, but you're right, it could be in the middle of the day. Yeah. It's like what am I gonna have for what am I gonna have for my snack this afternoon or this evening? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could like be. how how do I want this to go? <laughs> Finish my lunch, open my notebook. That's the step, isn't it? There we go. Let's learn his tiny mm-hmm. habit. After I finish, yeah. after I put my big salad back in the fridge, yeah. down and open my notebook. Wash up my fork. <laughs> yeah, after I wash up my fork and put it back on the draining rack. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, that feels very manageable. Yeah, that feels manageable. Yeah. And like giving yourself yeah. permission to have the snack. And that's where the spontaneity can come in too. Yeah. Yeah. And the other way, you, the other way you could approach it is just setting that intention. And this is actually coaching I was going to give for Verna later. Is setting that intention that, um, like, before I eat anything, just asking myself, how do I want this to go? And because that brings your rational brain on board, and it might be like, yeah, I want to have the whole bar of whatever or whatever like it is. But just getting into that habit of asking yourself that question when you feel the urge to eat. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to ask that question. The answer has been, I just want to eat it. I just want to eat it. Yeah. That is how I want it to go at that point, but it's not how I want it to go. Picture. Yeah. So so forward. Helpful. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Focus on the lunchtime habit then. See how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, great. And maybe the um, and maybe the the thought to like to that that to work on for that is that like, I can have freedom. Like I can do this with freedom. Like I don't have to do it perfectly. So I can still have. I can still be spontaneous, and intentional. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Bona. Thank you. Okay. Just notice the time. So Jen had to go. Amazing. Um, there's a dean. So I've got actually got some coaching to do for people in the group. So I'm going to stay on and do that coaching. But I'll just wrap up for those of you that are on the live call. So you can you're welcome to hang around if you like. But if you don't want to jump off, that's cool too. So your home play as always. So we're focusing on we're implementing our process. So we've got our enjoyment of putting our cutlery down habit. We've got and the thought there's no rush. We've got our tracking where we're weighing ourselves every day and just bringing that curiosity to it. We've got our making intentional choices of how do I want this to go and our habit of our daily practice. And the other thing to do this week is to make sure you post in the group, like a tiny win or a lesson, nothing's too big or too small to share. Um, yeah, and that that's it for this week. So have a beautiful week, everyone. And um, yeah, if anyone's listening to the replay, if you, as you, if you, after you've done that exercise, I actually meant to say that before with the, um, this, the obstacle thoughts is the limiting beliefs. If you're struggling to come up with a new belief to help you overcome, well, you know, turn that ob- obstacle thought on its head, that obstacle belief on its that limiting belief on its head, just post in the group in the coaching section and I can like coach there or we can do it next week if you want to turn up next week. But it is really important to address those those 
conflicting desires, all those limiting beliefs that come up because if we don't and they just keep you keep thinking them in your habit brain, then it's just gonna it's gonna make it harder for you to make progress or you'll find yourself going back and forward. So um, that, that is really a key part of doing this work. So um, yeah, we can always find a way. So um, amazing. Um, Adine, did you want to coach before we before I jump into coaching for? Do you have one minute for me? Absolutely, Dean. That's good. <laughs> um, so I had a terrible night and not sleeping and I thought, okay, but Jules this morning and I'm going to be okay. So um, interesting, interesting obstacle thoughts came up for me. Um, one that I've solved. So let me tell you the one that I've solved while I was listening to other people, which makes me feel really good. So several of them were about the girls, that the girls are so big and they don't need me and they're leaving me behind and nobody loves me. And that was making me really sad. <laughs> but, but my new thought, which I came up with was love is not dependent on need. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You, yeah. And actually, yeah, this is like a neat, yeah, like that's an evolution in like the mothering thing. Hey, it's actually better if they, if the love is just coming free, actually, and the love is free is like my book from my mom <laughs> that I wrote about my mom. Mm. So yeah, it's not about, yeah. Need, it's not about needing you is, isn't about love. I, yeah. And I think that that, right. It's, it's, we're constantly transitioning and that is a hard, it's a hard thing, but I feel like that that already felt better. Yeah. I feel um, lighter for you. Too, yeah. Yeah. That that's, and, and even within husband relationship, right. Feels like that, that to sort of split those two things apart will help to rethink. Sorry. They're doing awful construction. I hope you can't hear the horrible. Oh, I, I can only, I can only hear a little bit. So good. Okay. Good. You. Um, but the, but all night I was really obsessing that I was just feeling so heavy and so like stuck almost as though I was like pressed down and stuck to the ground and even just picking myself up feels hard and back to the thoughts of I'm so tired and everything feels harder and that that I have no brain space for all of the things and all the responsibilities and back to the just everything feels so hard and I need a new thought for that because yeah, everything, <laughs> everything feels so hard yeah yeah so like I think first thing that Dean is like just having some compassion like for yourself it's like yeah it has felt hard this month hey it's been bad yeah it's been a bad month like but it's like of course it feels hard but I you know I I, I back to the but I shouldn't right it's my shoulds it's 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 the shoulds I I really let myself do less but when when do I feel like stuff is moving forward I, right I'm back to feeling stuck I right. think that yeah I think that's actually that that I feel stuck you feel stuck and like you're not making progress yeah, which isn't yeah. true, right? I know right, that it's right. not true. I know it's not true. But in the middle of the night at 3.30. It feels I true, yeah. It's true. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Maybe it's just. So is there, like, is there a 
feeling of fear coming up? Is uh, what's the feeling that's going with this, or is it more frustration? No, I think it's more sadness. I think it's a feeling of sad that I just, I just feel sad that I have all these things I want to do and it's not happening because it feels so hard. Because it feels so hard. Yeah. And it's still daily things feel hard. Yeah. And, and I go back yeah, and, then, and then I go back to feeling like, but in the old days, back before all of the things, I could do so much. And right, but it's hard. Well, I can't Yeah. It's frustrating, you know, isn't it? It is. And the university self of us that could do all those things didn't have all the responsibilities that we have now and the world being so so, so crappy. So ap- apples and apples and oranges are hey, like it's not fair to compare. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So tell me about the bit of you that doesn't believe that it's true that that you aren't making progress. Tell me tell me about what is working. I think right that here in Naturally Healthy Club and that for me it's never been about weight but much more about being healthy. And so it's been a very not a good month in terms of health but I went to the osteopath this morning and he said three sessions and everything seems good again. And I'm, and I'm no pain and I'm walking without pain and I'm doing all the things right. When two and a half weeks ago, I couldn't get out of bed without screaming. So yeah, that this, right. So progress just physically and that even adjusting, you know, to the needs of the girls and, 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 Right. I thought to myself in the middle of the night, I thought, okay, I'm just going to try my experiment for the week, which is not telling anybody what to do. I'm going to try a whole week. I don't know if I can do it. That's <laughs> my goal. It's just not that I, I need to make myself realize once again, the dependency and the need to separate that. They don't need me to make them crazy every minute of the day. I'm not serving. This behavior is not serving anybody. It's not serving me and it's not serving them. And it's not serving Jacob. It's not serving anybody. And I want to break myself of that habit. And really, if I did that, took all my brain space and just did that for this week, that would be amazing. That would be an amazing win. And you could feel like you're making progress. Yeah. And somehow it just never feels like enough because it's not making money and it's not, right? Yeah, because it's like your human brain's like, like, and that's what human brains do. Like, it's like we we make progress, but then we're like, well, hang on, but you know, you like, yeah, like you didn't make, like, in so in weight loss example, yeah, like you lost a pound, but you didn't lose like five pounds, so like it's not enough. Right. And so, yeah. and then if you lose five pounds, it's like, yeah, but you lose, didn't lose ten. So, yeah. And so the antidote to that, Adine is, and to, the antidote to this whole feeling hard is to really celebrate every little milestone so just like that thought that you had like when you said about your osteopath work and how that change you've gone through in the last few weeks of being like in heaps of pain to pretty much pain-free like pain-free there we go there we go there we go so like celebrate the smallest wins so celebrate like actually you know what i'm pain-free now so this is a huge this is this is me making progress so brain no, this is progress and let yourself feel good about that. 
because then it's not and then it won't feel hard like because because you've got the evidence that you're making progress and you're not going to feel stuck then because you've got evidence that you're making progress so any little thing that you do that's positive you celebrate it and like or just acknowledge it to yourself like yeah I am making progress so you're looking for evidence Because we can tell, like, we can have the same set of circumstances and we can tell ourselves a story about how, how, how it's hard and how we're not making progress or we can look at it from that, from through a different lens and actually see, you know what, we are making progress and we are, like, it's slow, but it's, like, getting there. And it is. Sophia read me a whole book yesterday that she understood and she didn't have a, t- she didn't have a panic attack. There we go. There we go. So look, like you're, now you're looking for that evidence, aren't you? You're looking for that. This right. is getting easier. And actually yeah. my, de- my dependents are getting less dependent. Like, yes, this is, which, which is good. I need to remember that once again, if I go back to my, and maybe that is the really, that the love is not dependent on need is the underlying thought for the hardness. Yeah. 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 That is the overlying thing because if I see that, that they are right, that all the things are improving. It's easier. It is easier. It is easier. Yeah. And that that creates space for like the work stuff to change. Okay. All right. Two goals for this week. One is I'm not telling anybody what to do. And two is, I'm finding my tiny wins, maybe on an hourly basis. <laughs> yeah, every day, yeah, or maybe like every time you go to the loo, like when you sit on the loo, just check in. What can I celebrate now? What's my tiny win now? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, have that I like touchstone. That. Yeah, great, Adine. There we Thank go. You. My pleasure. It's so good to see you. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, now coaching. Oh, let's do um gallery. Okay, so before I move on to coaching from the things that have been posted in the group, does anyone who's on live on, on the live on the call want any coaching? So how's everyone feeling? Daisy, Deb, haven't heard from you guys. You're feeling like you've got some something to go on in terms of working through your obstacle beliefs or your limiting beliefs. You can type in the chat. If you can unmute, that's cool too. Yeah. If you don't, that's cool too. But if you're here, okay, I'll just assume that you're both. Oh, oh yay. Sorry, I couldn't find yeah. the controls. Oh, I know. Oh. <laughs> it happens to me all the time too, Deb. Yeah. Tell me, how are you feeling, Deb? Um, well, I'm not sure that I'm having tremendous success. I just feel like I'm kind of, I'm at the same plateau I have been. But I had a question I wanted to get answered, and and that was about um, when I when I eat a meal, when I'm when I'm done with the meal, I always want to have something sweet. It doesn't feel like I'm finished off until I've had something sweet. And I just wondered if you had any ideas on how to maybe remove that so I'm only instead of having something sweet after every meal I could you know have just a single treat a day or whatever so I'm 
Yeah, I actually um had a, I just remembered Deb in my notes here. I had actually pasted that that question that you posted in the group into coach on that today. So this is great. I'm glad that we oh. like yeah, glad we're getting to do this live. And so the first thing is Deb, actually, and I was thinking about this when I had my lunch. So I actually like when I'm I'm not at the moment, but when I'm at home, I actually do finish my meal with something sweet. Um, so when I have after I have lunch, I've got some like multivitamin gummy gummies that I have. So I have two of those, and then I make myself a pot of tea. And I make my after lunch tea is this. Um, it's like this. It's a green tea with like hazelnut, and it actually is quite a sweet tea. So I, I was like, and then after dinner, I usually have vitamin C tablets that are orange flavored, so they're sweet. And I usually have a cup of like a different tea, like a, um, a honey and chamomile tea with milk in it and cream or, and or cream after dinner. So I was like, actually, I currently, after both my meals, have something sweet. <laughs> but, and like, and I feel like that's good, like, and that's in balance. But I, and I only have, usually have dessert, like on Saturdays and Sundays, I usually have ice cream for dessert. And, but the, so the other days I don't feel the desire to have I so occasionally I might, but it's very rare because I feel like that's that kind of is a good balance in my life. So I'm just thinking like this idea that you shouldn't be having something sweet after a meal. Like let's just check in with what what do you what would like if we were just in an ideal world and we can magically like get there immediately, what would you like and you're at your ideal weight, what would you like it like your like that? To do like would you do you still do you think you would like to still having something sweet at the end of a meal yeah I like sweets <laughs> there we go I... yeah okay so let's give yourself permission Deb to have something sweet after every meal and the thing that we want to do is like be intentional about what that looks like and so some days it might be like something small like like whatever you currently like and then other days it might be something like more of a proper dessert but you figure out, like, decide what you, how you want it to be and give yourself that permission to experiment with that. Okay, so I can quit. I just was thinking that maybe that's part of the, part of the issue with my inability to lose weight. And I don't, I, I really I I don't really feel like I overeat extensively. I don't feel like I I I cook for myself all the time. My husband cooks for me. Yeah. And actually what you're saying is that the reason that you're overweight is because you eat too much, but it doesn't feel to me like I eat all that much. Um but I still do not have much success trying to lose weight unless I I, the only time I've had success is with extreme restriction. And that's why I wanted to try your program because I felt like perhaps there's some hope for being eating like a normal person or yeah. life like a normal person and yet still getting to a more normal weight. Right. Great. So let's hold that belief up that you can do that. Yeah. Cause this is what it's, this is what being naturally healthy is all about. And this is what I like love helping people get where I love helping people get. So, and part of this is giving yourself permission to have those sweets and like, so, and actually, so first question Deb is like, 
are you are you someone who grazes or do you pretty much just eat your meals? Um, it depends. I I I guess sometimes I'm grazing. Generally, I don't. I I I sometimes wait a long time until I eat my first meal, and then sometimes if I haven't eaten enough, I end up grazing. Yeah, right. So, I guess I I guess I do graze. Yeah, cool. Because it's problem with and and if like it's not that grazing is bad per se, but that that the the thing with grazing is that you can actually eat quite a bit of food throughout the day, and not ever feel that like oh I've eaten too much really full feeling, but you like eating way more than your body needs, so that makes the weight difficult to come off. So that's an op that's actually an opportunity to like to look there. And then the other thing is that with your with how much you're eating at meal times, like there's like this window of satisfaction. So there's like this there's there's like unsatisfied on the I don't know if you can see, but like on one one on the like on one hand there's like unsatisfied, and then on the other end of the spectrum there's overfull, like where you feel really overeating. But there's in between those two points there's like a big there's a there's a window. And so if you're eating, like you can, if, you're, if your weight isn't um, changing, then that just means that you're eating closer to that, that like oh, you're not at the overeating stage, but you're eating closer to that window. And in order to lose weight, you need to dial it back and just be closer to the satisfied window. Does that make, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah, I think so I'm trying I'm trying to use your principles and I I'm, haven't been all that effective, I suppose. And I was on vacation. So, of course, I everything went out the window more or less. So I'm going to try to review again and hopefully utilize the ideas that you put forth to help me to get closer to that satisfied without overeating yeah. and remember yeah like we haven't actually covered that lesson yet of like listening okay. to our bodies so so how do you feel about the enjoyment piece like the putting a cutlery down and eating slowly is that do you feel like that's you've got that under control or is that that an opportunity sometimes I'm I think I'm still working on it but pretty pretty I'm doing pretty well with that I believe. yeah cool Okay, great. And so, and now like, and anticipating something delicious and now you're going to be like anticipating your sweet thing to finish the meal. Yes. <laughs> yeah, amazing. So we can tick that one. And then sounds like you're tracking. So how's that feel feeling? Yeah, I've weighed myself every day for a long time. Okay, so. cool, cool. So you're, you're cool with like not having drama around that. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. You still prefer to see it go down. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. We definitely, yeah, you, you are, you are human, Deb. Great. <laughs> right. Amazing. Okay. And then the next thing is like your daily practice and, and making it being intentional. So how do you feel about that habit? Um. Yeah, that I'm a little more, 
nuts for sure of. Okay, cool. Cool. So how would you feel about like this week? Like that's your focus, like to build that habit of having a like a time every day, kind of similar to one is where you're just going to ask yourself at the very minimum, you're going to like decide if it's in a notebook or on an app on your phone or whatever, like decide where it's going to be and then find it like just play around with the time of that you're going to just ask either open the app or open the, the notebook as, as a minimum requirement. But then the more evolved form when you do have time for it is to actually ask yourself that question, like how do I want it, want today to go and, and write out a bit of a plan for the day, particularly the sweet, the, the sweet treats. Okay. I'll, I'll make a make a concerted effort to do that. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And because so this like that that habit of daily practice, like that's something that's really important for me being like a naturally healthy person. Like and I'm up to like I've been doing it every day. I'm, I'm, my streak is like 800 and I think it was 848 this morning. So I've done it every day for 848 days. So this isn't just something I get my students to do that I don't practice myself. Like it's an integral part of me being naturally healthy and it's been so helpful like I've been traveling the last couple of weeks eating out all the time eating in, like all these environments that are that are not my normal environment and I'm enjoying my food I haven't been weighing myself so I don't know what my weight is but I'm pretty sure it's like it's you know hasn't hasn't changed and it and but having that daily practice is really key for me to like just bringing that intentionality into into my eating Okay, it sounds yeah. important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is important, and and I like how and have have fun with it. Like, I want you to really like give yourself that permission to have the sweets and look forward to them and really enjoy them. And also, like when you're giving yourself permission to have those sweets, what you'll notice is like maybe you'll you'll want to stop your your meal earlier because you want to save space for the sweets. So, like that's to totally cool. Like, don't feel like you need to finish your meal before you can earn earn your dis your sweets. Like it's okay to leave, save space for the sweets. So that's like that's what we want you to do. Okay, amazing. Oh, so good, Debs. Yeah, I'm glad that we got to coach on, and thank you for posting in the group on that one. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay, does that feel good for today, Deb? Yep, yep. I'm. I think that gives me good, good. Uh, idea on what I need to try differently yeah great yeah and just treat it as an experiment like we're just like remember you're like we're just figuring out what works for you and we're just going to try keep trying things until we get there perfect thank yeah. you oh awesome Deb okay so let's do more coaching <laughs> um okay so there was Tanya had posted in the group um Hi, Jules. Could you please um, chat in the call next week or sometime about how to go about eating out? E.g., sometimes you have mentioned going out for lunch and dinner in London. You also mentioned one day having tea for breakfast. But I know you said you don't use fasting anymore to control your weight. Um, so would you have tea for breakfast because you're having a bigger lunch and dinner but not call that fasting? 
I'm wondering how to go about these kinds of occasions. I'm looking forward to a delicious afternoon tea that was a gift, which I will go to with my sister in a few weeks, but I'm nervous about it as well. If I don't eat breakfast, maybe I'll be starving and overeat. I'm happy to bring some things home if they let us and I don't need to finish everything, but I would like to feel free to enjoy it. Thank you, Tanya. So awesome, Tanya. So glad that you posted this. And I have had a lot of experience of eating out recently. Um, so first thing is with the, uh, yeah, with with intermittent fasting. So when I say I don't fast, like I actually, so my norm, my my eating, like my rhythm of eating every day is I have tea, and coffee in the morning, usually black, although now that I've been in Ireland, I've been having a bit of milk in it. And by Naomi, good to see you. Um, and so that's my that's what I have for breakfast. So pretty much every, like every, every day, that's my breakfast. And then I have my first meal, usually one o'clock, and that's lunch. That's lunch. And I don't call it fasting because I'm not doing it because... I'm trying to stick to some window of eating. I'm just doing it because that's what feels good to me. And that that's like, I just don't get hungry in until one o'clock and I haven't eaten breakfast in like decade, <laughs> maybe a decade. Like I've been eating this way just because that's what suits my body. Like I just don't get hungry. So I don't think of it as fasting, but some other people might look at it and, and call it fasting. Um, what I, used to do to control my weight was do like extended fasting where I would fast for like 24 hours. I did a three day fast once and I don't do, I occasionally will do that once a year or twice a year, do one of those for longevity reasons, but not for weight. So that's just like what I do, what suits me. But if you normally have breakfast, then what I would recommend for a day like this, where you're going out and you're going to be you know that you've got this, um, and actually Tanya had posted another thing saying that this afternoon tea is actually a, a, like a 12 o'clock thing. So it's like a, a, at lunchtime. So what I would do is I would have my normal, if you have breakfast, have your normal breakfast, but don't, I would have like probably intentionally have less than I would normally have just so that I would save space so that I will be hungrier at noon when I'm going out for my afternoon tea. And then I would go and I would enjoy whatever you're having. And the thought that I would take with me there, first of all, Tanya, I'd like actually imagine yourself like think, answering that question, like how do I want this afternoon? Like how do I want this occasion to go? And then the thought that I would recommend, that actually came from Tracy F who was in the, who's still in the group who joined last in the last six months. And she, she had this beautiful thought because she was on a cruise like and it was like all buffet food for like weeks and weeks. And her thought that she found really helpful was like, I can enjoy it all without overeating. And because the thing is that you you can, you can totally have a taste of everything, enjoy as much as you want. And you can like, when your body feels like, when your tummy feels like it's getting full, you can stop. And so I would take, yeah, so two things. First of all, ask yourself that question. How do I want this to go? And actually imagine yourself enjoying it, enjoying everything, not overeating, coming home, feeling proud of yourself. And the second thing I would just remind yourself before you start eating, I can enjoy all this without overeating. And if you go into that with that thought of like, I can enjoy all this without overeating, you won't feel the desire to overeat and you you will get to enjoy it. You'll be able to relax and there'll be no need to feel nervous. And 
yeah, so have fun, Tanya, and report back and let us know how it goes. And and the other thing too is like just to take the pressure off is like remember you don't have to do any of this perfectly. So if you do do go and you like you end up like you know enjoying it and you get carried away and you do end up overeating and you have a bellyache afterwards amazing like that's great too (laughs) like you've just like you've just like had that experience so it's like you don't have to do it perfectly like you're only doing this once every whatever it's not like if you're having this every day that might be a problem but you know you don't have to do it perfectly so you can do it once you know you'll be fine whatever happens you're going to get like you'll either learn something or you're going to be winning so um there's no there's no need to feel nervous or um, or or not and then in terms of like just in general like how to, how to go about eating out so like yeah i've been traveling been eating out for every meal for lunches and dinners and i think having that mindset of i can enjoy this without overeating and i actually just practicing the naturally healthy club principles of like I put my cutlery down I enjoy it I eat slowly I tell myself there's no rush if I find myself rushing and I tune into my body and just listen to how my body feels and I approach it from this like that the thought of like overeating is not worth it and I also know that like if I'm going out for dinner like there's going to be amazing food later and so I don't want to overeat now because I'm going to have amazing food at dinner and the same goes for the next meal and the next meal and like just that coming from at it from this place of food abundance makes it so easy to enjoy everything without overeating and like like there were three days we were staying at this resort it was like you know all inclusive and so like you know breakfast they were bringing all this food and I so I just had my tea and coffee because that's what I wanted and I wanted to feel hungry at lunchtime and so like totally it was not a problem for me uh and yeah, like, so, so then when we had lunch, like I'd, I'd just like eat my lunch and stop when I was satisfied because I knew I was going to have more food at dinner time. And I just asked myself how I wanted it to go. And I was able to like most days, everything went how I wanted it to go. So, so yeah, eating out isn't a problem when you approach it from this like food, food abundance mindset. Great question, Tanya. Uh, okay. Then Verna had posted sabotage. <laughs> um, so Verna said, October is always the hardest month for me and I'm starting to feel like I'm sabotaging myself. Friends wanting to meet for happy hour slash lunch slash dinner slash pumpkin everything everywhere. Food choices on the days I don't want to cook, um, which can be often due to an uncomfortable situation. And people offering up candy or sweets. Actually, that last one has been easiest for me to turn down. When there isn't exactly consistency in my life, I forget or realize way too late when I'm making mistakes. Several times recently, I think I did it deliberately. I have no idea what was going through my head, which made me bounce back to my starting weight for this program. I've tried setting reminders on my phone to pop up one of the mantras. I've tried setting an intention in the morning only to quickly forget about it when my uh, when my day starts to get crazy, busy, or stressful. I don't know what I'm um, asking for or looking for. I just know that right now I'm feeling lost. So first of all, Bernard, let's like celebrate for you for like reaching out and saying, hey, I'm feeling lost and I don't even know what I'm looking for. Like so great that you've done that. So we can celebrate and let yourself feel good about that. And also like this whole sabotage thing, I'm not a huge fan of that. It's because like whenever we we are, making choices and we're acting in a way that 
feels like feels like it could be sabotage usually it's like there's like some sort of conflicting desire coming up and it's completely normal like all humans go through this so there's nothing to like feel bad about or like you just have a human brain and so what we want to do is okay first of all is like you know October is always the hardest month for me. So like you've got this belief already that October is a hard month. And so if you think, remember Henry Ford, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right either way. So if you're going into October thinking that it's the hardest month for me, what's going to happen is October is going to end up being the hardest month for you. So first of all, we want to program, reprogram that thought. And actually, I would actually, as part of my daily practice, if I were you, Verna, I would like actually have actively think be thinking the thought October it's possible for October to be different this year or it's possible for me to do October differently or whatever it feels good for you but something along those lines of like I can do this differently right so telling yourself I can do this differently so when you have your daily practice do that and I know you said you you've tried setting an intention in the morning and you and you forget it what I'd recommend is just keep going with that habit so even if you do forget it like and it doesn't and the day doesn't pan out how you want it to to, you will be better off than if you had a day where you haven't set any intentions for the day and then when you like when you are doing your daily practice when you are thinking through the day like just really get specific with yourself of okay what could come up like I'd be really looking at the um, like ask yourself how you want the day to go, but then also just spend a, like a minute, like not even just thinking through like what are the obstacles that could come up. So people are going to offer me candy. Like that's if that's happening every day, people are probably going to keep offering you candy, right? So you know that's going to happen. What like how do you want to navigate that? And do you want to have some candy? And it sounds like you don't because you're like you know when people have offered me candy. Um, you know, it's actually been fine for me to turn them down. So you can imagine yourself, yeah, I can turn down candy because I don't really want it, right? And then I want you to, like, when you're thinking through your day, think about what what do you want to have? Like, anticipate something delicious. So think through, like, okay, you know, people are asking me for lunch. I'm going, or you might already know I'm going out for lunch or I'm going out for happy hour or I'm going out for dinner or, you know, there's going to be pumpkin here, whatever. Think through your day and think like what like choose something that you can have like that you're going to anticipate and enjoy and like by doing that then you've got something to look forward to in the day but also if you've already planned at dinner I'm going to have I'm going to be going out for dinner here and I'm going to have this dessert or I'm going to have a glass of wine at happy hour whatever it is that you've decided is going to be the thing that you're anticipating then it's, if you've got that that you're looking forward to it's easier for you to in your brain coach yourself when someone offers you something else because you go oh actually you know I'm really looking forward to my my whatever it is my pumpkin pie that I'm going to have for dessert tonight and it'll be easier for you to say no to the other things because you've already got that planned in your mind and that is what I would focus on is just until like where you can have that that plan of what you are going to enjoy during that day and then just See, see what you can do to imagine the obstacles that are going to come up and just take it one day at a time, Verna. And just like, like whatever happened yesterday, it doesn't matter. Just think through the next day. And and like you don't have to do this perfectly. So it's completely fine to overeat, to overindulge or whatever. 
but on one day but don't use that as evidence oh this isn't working and I can't do this what you want to do is go okay okay that didn't work so well I, I, what can I learn from that and what would I do differently next time and then just keep going and just keep taking it one day at a time and if you're approaching this from the thought that October can be different this time being intentional is all that's the only thing that you need to change for for the results to be different um so yeah And yeah, just, and I guess the final thing, Verna, in terms of like just, I think I did it deliberately um, of like, of like making a choice that you're not necessarily happy with. That's going to, the more that you are, like that you are making deliberate choices that are satisfying to you, the less you're going to feel that desire or that need to do any like kind of sneaky eating because you're giving yourself what you want so you're not missing out on anything and there's no restriction there's no feeling deprived and so it's going to make it easy and I'd be very surprised if you put this into place that any of that kind of sabotage behavior comes up but if it does totally cool post in the group keep me posted with how you're going Werner and just know that we're like we're one day at a time we're going to get get you through October um yeah, so that that's my thoughts for you, Verna. So yeah, let me know if you have any further questions or if as you're going through, if you try things and you feel like it's still not working, if you're still feeling lost, totally not a problem. Just post for coaching, and we'll we will get you there. Um, sometimes it might it takes a few t- few goes to get the thoughts and get get the habits in place, but you know we're on we're by starting this, it's your daily practice that's going to make a big difference. Okay. Oh my goodness. And on more of, of coaching today, we are on fire. Okay. So thank you, um, Daisy and Deb and Lorna for staying on to the very end <laughs> and have a beautiful week, everyone. And I will see you guys next week. Okay. Bye.